Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And joining me, as always, is Billboard's Deputy Editor, Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi there. How's it going? Not bad. How about yourself? I'm fine. You sound a little uh, under the weather, perhaps? Maybe just a little sniffly. Maybe a little sniffly. If she's not here next week, it's because she has a (laughs) full-blown cold. Ah, don't say it. Um, Well, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and Katie's health (laughs) and babies and baby cow. And if you've been here with us for a year now, you've been following baby cow. Not part of the script. (laughs) Anyway, and also pop, you know, and Billboard Weekly Charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got news about Travis Scott, Nicki Minaj, Khalid, and Normani, Five Seconds of Summer, Ariana Grande, Aretha Franklin, and Janet Jackson. Just a few people. Just a few. Plus, we've got an interview with Why Don't We? All five guys came into the LA office to talk about their upcoming debut album, Eight Letters, touring the world, and getting advice from their boy band predecessors. So stick around for all that in just a little bit. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. So now we're going to hit a few of the biggest headlines over on billboard.com, and there was none bigger than the news last week that Aretha Franklin had died at age 76 after her battle with pancreatic cancer. There is clearly not enough time in this podcast to run down all her many artistic achievements, but we'll try to name just a few. Um, Some highlights include her mega hit covers of Otis Redding's Respect and Carole King's You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, while her songwriting catalog included Think. She wrote that one herself with help from other people. Um, A couple of other big songs for her, Chain of Fools, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You, uh, just all the songs. Um, All the songs. songs. She was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 1987. She was also a Kennedy Center honoree in 1996. She was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2005, and she won 18 Grammys over her career. She sang at the funeral of Martin Luther King Jr. and the inaugurations of Presidents Clinton and Obama. And finally, um, her funeral will be held August 31st in her hometown of Detroit, where she was a beloved local hero. Do we have any um, information on the the memorial service or who will be performing there? Do no, we know anything about that yet? No, I think that... As I totally catch you no, up. No, I would just imagine that they set it for as far in the future as they did, um, knowing that they probably can book it, you know, have time to right. get, you know, people to be there. Who want to? I watched it. You, you mentioned President Obama, and there was a great clip that went viral of him. Did you see it? Um, where she where she was speaking at some sort of official presidential function, and, and she was about to step up to the podium, but she was having some trouble stepping up to it. And then you hear off camera, hold on, queen. And then Obama runs over <laughs> and adjusts the step behind the podium for her to step up on okay. because she's a little bit shorter than the podium. And he's like, all right, there you go. And then she stands <laughs> up and, and then he runs off. So, I mean, he basically is like a stagehand that comes running over to assist. I mean, you know. everybody was a stagehand when it came to Aretha Franklin. I just, lo- I just love that. It's like, hold on, queen. <laughs> yeah, there was so many incredible stories that came out about her over the past week. Um, I mean, she's just like a, she was a legend, you know? So, 
Yes, uh, we will continue to cover it, and we will definitely let you know more about the funeral as we know more information. Um, speaking of Aretha, Ariana Grande was scheduled to appear on The Tonight Show on Thursday night, and uh, it was not long after the news of Aretha's death had um, transpired, and the pop star was asked if she might pay tribute to the late Queen of Soul. No pressure. Yeah, no just, pressure. Just sing an Aretha Franklin song, Ariana. I mean, I've only, I haven't heard this straight from her mouth, but there were reports about, you know, that she really labored with that decision. I mean, it's... she's like you know she was the greatest singer of all time and of course ariana is also you know an amazing vocalist but to pay tribute to somebody like that is just a tall order yeah um but she ended up performing natural woman with the roots to kick off that night's show and it was an incredible cover um and she was of course there because she was promoting her new album sweetener which was just released last week um and i've been listening to it all weekend because it's fantastic a lot of people on my uh, twitter timeline have been very uh very chatty about it and i think based on twitter reaction yes people are saying it's not full of bangers but there is like one sort of full-on dancey moment and it's kind of like a forelli sort of forel forel the producer <laughs> Forelli kind of like mid-tempo simmering album but I could be totally wrong in interpreting those tweets well I mean there definitely are um, some more up-tempo songs mm. and I, I would not be surprised by a large chunk of them being on the radio like uh, half of the album could be singles like I don't know what direction they're gonna go after um, I guess God is a Woman is what they're promoting right now but I'm not sure what they're gonna pick but there's like so many directions they could go in it's 100% like a Pharrell forward album. Mm. Like I, and I loved, I love Pharrell. I loved the Neptunes like in their heyday. And it very much sounds like it could have been like a 2004 album, which for me is a compliment <laughs> because I loved all this that sounds stuff. So dated. Yeah. Right. But Missy Elliott's even featured on a song called borderline, not a Madonna, not cover. a Madonna cover, uh, but yeah, but, but Ariana does love Madonna, but it's, it's funny. Like, you know, we've learned so much about, Ariana's personal life over the past year, obviously with her engagement and her breakup and then the tragedy that happened in Manchester. And when you're listening to every lyric, it's like, you know what she's referencing. It's like very, it's like, you know, it's totally a diary. Like, and she's talking about all of those things. And I'm not sure if you read, but she added 40 seconds of silence at the end of the album to represent the victims of the Manchester bombing as well. So it's just like... Hmm. There's just, like, a lot of... It's, like, a mix of, like, this, like, young love stuff with Pete. It's a mix of, like, what went wrong with Mac and then this, like, you know, overarching tragedy um, that goes over. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Are you not on a first-name basis with all of Ariana's significant others? (laughs) Um, I mean, we know who Aretha is. Yes, that's true. We We can say just Aretha. Um, But, yes, I I was curious, though, if you thought there were any early indications about where the album might land on next week's uh, Billboard 200. Well, unless Aretha pulls pulls a surprise uh, and, you know, jumps to number one on the album chart, I would imagine Ariana has a pretty decent shot of debuting at number one. Uh, It's a little early right now. We're recording this on Monday. I do not have a specific forecast yet, though uh, I should have one by the end of the day. So by the time you hear this, you'll see something on Billboard.com. Billboard.com. But also, yeah, you never know. Things change. In other diva news. Uh, Yes. Last week we mentioned that Janet Jackson had a new song with Daddy Yankee on the way, and now it has arrived. Um, On Friday, Jackson and Daddy Yankee unleashed their saucy new collaboration, Made for Now. 
Um, they also released a video for the song, which is just like this super fun like neighborhood dance party in Brooklyn. Totally reminded me of uh, uh, Escapade meets mm. When I Think of You. Oh, that's so fun. Because Escapade has this kind of like very colorful dancing in the streets moment. And When I Think of You had sort of the same uh, idea where you're moving from indoors to outdoors in very seamless cuts. Yeah. Whereas that, I mean, that was intended to be like all like sort of a one shot video, but it wasn't when I think of you. Whereas this one, this new video, it's it's sort of special effects trickery where they take you from off the roof into a street, into a room. But there's always the continue through line of like Janet kind of appearing in a lot of these places. And looking fabulous. Looking, fa- I mean, it's very kind of... Um, like the, it's very regal and very, the, the patterns of the fabrics of the colors and the clothing that they're wearing is sort of, it's very kind of like African inspired. Yes. I would, I would, I would guess. And the, uh, song is fantastic. It's like, very, it's just bubbly and fun. Yes. It's fun. And that's what this video is too. Like, it's just, it's all such a fun look for her. And I know that there were like, well, we had our own question we marks had concerns. talking last week, you know. Um, you know, does it, is it like some sort of, you know, cash grab to like put Daddy Yankee on your song as if you're going to have the next Despacito, but in actuality, like it's this perfect fit of a feature for this super fun party song, you know? Like it did, it, it, um, and funny, we did mention last week on, on the show when we said, Jan fam, let us know, has she been on late night TV? And someone did tweet us and said, oh, actually it's been a while. And she has had a couple songs that have kind of. Uh, dipped her toes into sort of the Latin inspired music. Yes. Um, but this, I think it just, it seems like it's a Janet song. Like it seems like it's not like her trying to do something out of her realm. Right. And it also feels current. It feels current. Yeah. It's like, it's still very Janet. It still, still seems very current. But at the same time, it, it's not like her trying to do like, like an EDM Skrillex no. record or I'm trying to think of just like something where it's just like her out of her comfort zone exactly it's not out of her comfort zone and it has a big dance break in it too it's super fun and yeah. actually the song already had its live debut on Friday night's Tonight Show it's great um, which Keith loved I need to watch <laughs> but it was just great you should go go watch on YouTube now I won't spoil it for you but it's just uh, it's it's more than a typical late night performance I okay. mean there's like a bajillion dancers they take up a ton of room on the stage and in the audience it's it's a spectacle incredible yeah. alright well I'll We'll all go watch it together. Okay. Uh, now let's do the chart chat. First up on the Billboard 200 Albums chart, Travis Scott's Astro World notches a second week at number one, earning 205,000 equivalent album units in the week ending August 16th, according to Nielsen Music. Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj's Queen Bows, get it, get it, Bows, Queen <laughs> Bows, at number two with 185,000 units. That's Minaj's fourth album to reach the top two on the chart, extending her record as the female hip-hop artist with the most top two charting efforts. Uh, her last two albums both hit number two, uh, Queen, obviously, and then The Pink Print, and then before that, her first two albums, which were the uh, Pink Friday and Pink Friday Roman Reloaded, both hit number one. Um, also in the top ten, rapper Trippy Red scores his first top ten with his debut studio album, Life's a Trip, as it starts at number four. And Jason Mraz also debuts in the top 10 with his latest, No, at number 9. Also in the top 10, uh, the late Aretha, (laughs) let me say that again, the late Aretha Franklin, uh, who died on August 16th, as we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, claims her highest charting album in 46 years, 
as 30 Greatest Hits re-enters straight in at number 7. The album earned 35,000 units in the week ending August 16th, and the album's surge comes largely just from one day of reaction to her passing as she died on the final day of the chart's tracking week. So in turn, we'll likely see like further gains next week following the first full chart tracking frame after her passing. Um, though it'll be interesting to kind of see because usually a lot of the impact is from, that first is that day. first day. Yeah. So it, I'm sure she'll still be on the charts next week, but it'll. I think it might be slightly not as spectacular as some might think. Right. Um, it's it's stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned. Um, anywho, uh, Thirty Greatest Hits is Franklin's highest charting album since 1972, when her landmark gospel album Amazing Grace peaked at number seven on the July 22nd, 1972 dated tally. All told, 30 Greatest Hits is Franklin's seventh top 10 effort on the Billboard 200. Just seven top 10 albums, which is probably surprising to a lot of people. And it's her first since Amazing Grace. Franklin has gone as high as number two. She's never had a number one album on the Billboard 200. She's reached number two twice with I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You in 1967 and Aretha, Lady Soul in 1968. Lastly, over on the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart, While Drake's In My Feelings, you may have heard of that song before, spends a sixth straight week at number one, there's some interesting action outside the top ten, because frankly, the top ten's kind of sleepy this week. (laughs) So, outside the top ten, Khalid and Normani's collaboration on Love Lies inches closer to the top ten as it ascends 15 to 11, just barely misses the top ten. Now, peaking at number 11 is about as bad as stalling out at number 2 or number 41. You're just one position away from a top 10 or a number 1 or a top 40 hit. So if Love Lies stalls out at number 11, it's actually in good company. Uh, in the recent past, songs like Shawn Mendes' In My Blood, Niall Horan's Slow Hands, and Julia Michaels' Issues have all topped out at number 11. Doesn't that suck, though? I, I hope it keeps climbing. I hope it keeps Love climbing, that too. Song. There's a, there's a Madonna song that peaks number 11 I was very frustrated by. Do you know which song it the was? The Power of Goodbye. Oh Yes, you do know and what song it is. <laughs> and it's even more frustrating because it peaked at number 11, like, right before... Now only ch- Super Chart Geeks will know this, but in December of 1998, we made a change to how the Hot 100 is compiled, and it went from requiring a commercially available single to just letting airplay tracks, like right, album right. cuts chart. And... The, like it was at number 11 and then the next week the chart flipped in its methodology and she dropped oh. so I'm like would she have been able to like squeak out a top 10 oh. we'll never know it keeps her awake at night <laughs> keeps me awake at night <laughs> or Keith um, elsewhere in the top 20 of this week's Hot 100 Five Seconds of Summer's Young Blood such a great song uh, rises 22 to 17 giving the band its second highest charting song ever behind only Amnesia which peaked at number 16 back in 2014. Also, Youngblood gives the quartet their first top 10 ever on the Pop Songs Airplay chart as it rises 12 to 8. I think it's pretty cool what Five Sauce has done with this album cycle where they've, like, when, when sometimes one might count out a band at this sort of stage in the game for them, they're actually getting a real serious footing at radio and finding, like, some solid traction. Yeah, it's not just, like, uh, first week Yeah, first week and then gone. Yeah, no, it's like there's there's interest outside of that. Have you seen the video for Youngblood yet? Oh, the video, no. It's really cool. I love the song. It's super cool. Um, Well, Katie? Now it's time for our interview with Why Don't We? Why Don't We? 
The guys came by the office before the release of their debut album, Eight Letters. Do you know what those eight letters are, by the way? I'm assuming it's maybe it's initials of their names or something. I love you. I oh. love you. Oh. I just learned that because they have a, the, the eight letters title track video came out on Monday. Go ahead and check that out on Billboard.com as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the album, however, comes out at the end of the month, and we chatted with the guys about why it was important for them to take their time with their first official album after releasing five EPs. Just five. <laughs> only only those five. Yeah. Uh, they also shared some of the albums that have influenced them as artists. You'll be surprised. Yeah, it is a, it's quite the mix. Yeah. Uh, plus, we talked about their cinematic music videos and where the ideas come from, their upcoming tour dates in Europe and Asia, and plans to play more dates in the U.S. soon. Plus, they dropped some hints about what we can expect when they take over Rockefeller Plaza for the Today Show Summer Concert Series on Labor Day. Hmm. So here is our interview with Why Don't We? Uh, hello to Why Don't We? And welcome to What's the Billboard up? Pop Shop Podcast. What's up? Um, so I'm wondering if we could start by having you all go around and individually introduce <laughs> yourselves so the listeners sure. get an idea for your voices. Yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Jack. No, nope, I'm Cam. That's not Corbin. Jack. I'm That's Corbin. Corbin. I'm Corbin. <laughs> I'm Daniel. I'm Jonah. And I'm Jack. Actually Jack? <laughs> He's actually Jack. You all could be lying to us right why don't we? Where why don't we? I was like, man, I really thought I got your names down well when you said them, Jack. Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> um, you know, you guys have had five EPs already hit the Billboard charts so far, yeah. but they've all been leading up to the release of this big full-length album, Eight Letters, which is coming out at the end of August. Correct. Oh, I can't um, wait. Was it your intention to really take your time with this debut album and let fans kind of get to know you and yeah. and know the sound before you put out this full project? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, that was just going into the, the project, that was like what we wanted to do is just put out tons of content for fans because I think with this with this new generation like content is, is is key they just want tons of music to listen to and videos to see yeah you and put all out a stuff. song and they're already like when's the next song yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. that's cool so, do you have another so, one tomorrow like tomorrow another track <laughs> that's exactly yeah. yeah so the first year we were a band we dropped five EPs and um, we just go into the studio well we would have our producer and writer come over to our house and <laughs> for like a week we just knock out an EP and put it out so it was just like bang 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 knocking all this stuff out and uh, then we looked at each other and we're like yo I think it's time to really go in and put out our first debut album we had We'd signed with Atlantic Records, and um, which helped get us in some nice studios and mm, awesome. you know work with some crazy talented Not writers and producers. Like no. upgrades, there. <laughs> it was yeah. like Atlantic what we dreamed of doing one uh, day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Was, and we just really got to dive in in the whole recording process and writing process. Yeah. And, and make sure that it's exactly what we wanted. So yeah. this this album is kind of everything to us. And it's our this baby. Is what <laughs> our lives have led up to to this point. So. Yeah, and it's cool because. It, in the album, you'll you'll hear the the quality and just like, I mean, I guess quality is just really the only word, but you'll hear the quality of the music kind of shift into like almost this next level for us. Um, not that our other music wasn't like, quality, the other but five there's EPs just were like crap. But. Yeah, no, the other ones like they were quick turnaround times. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, fans, it's funny, they always taunt us online about, like, where's the album? And they have the funniest memes about, like, yeah, making yeah. fun of us, like, where's the album? <laughs> But I'm telling you guys, it's worth the wait. And it's that's going to be the difference, is that we really did take the time with this music to make yeah. it the best it could be, you know? So. Um, you know, you, you talked about that, how people, you know, you, you were kind of content is, you know, key. And 
nowadays, you know, sometimes people will be like, oh, let's just put out like a series of tracks, especially if you're someone like David Guetta or Diplo, or you're just putting right. out track, track, mm-hmm. track, or video, 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 whatever. And then some people are just like, oh, let me just put out EPs. Right. Like, mm-hmm. not just you. I mean, lots of people are just doing like, here's a four song EP, and that's enough. Um, you know, why was it important for you to create like a proper full length studio album? You know, I think, I think just after us working so hard doing so many EPs, like, the fans were fiending for just more. Yeah. So, like, I think the Here's fans... Here's the triple album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fans kind of brought it to our attention, like, saying, like, when's the album dropping? And we're like, you yeah, know, we yeah. gotta we gotta get going. Like, let's get an yeah. album. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a step in, you know, an artist's career to put out, mm-hmm. like, a debut album. A you know, so many people come anyway. out with with singles for, you know, the first however long of their it's career, true. and then they, you always look forward to that debut album. Yeah. When's the album coming? When's that collection of, of musical artwork coming? And so we really wanted to just, like, almost, like, move on into a new phase of, of who, why don't we is. You know, we've been doing all these EPs, but now with this elevated quality of, of our music, mm-hmm. let's even put more music out at once and really start this whole, like, album kind of thing yeah and there's really like a connotation to the word album more than ep yeah and so with eps you can be really chancy and find your sound and that's what we did you know we came out with a ton of music that had different sounds and we were like what do we like what do we don't and this album is our sound you know like we found it so yeah do you, do you all have I mean speaking of albums and how they are a statement it's the evolution of someone um, do you all have albums that mean a lot to you or that meant a lot to you when you were creating the new mm-hmm. album yeah. or even growing uh, up or even growing up like yeah. yeah I mean growing up I listened to the Ed Sheeran X album so much that was just like got me through a and then he years co-wrote a song uh-huh. that you yes, guys performed exactly, that's which amazing is freaking insane I yeah. personally really like Justin Bieber's purpose just yep. cause yeah, it's, it's, a just, it's a great album it's a great album so yeah um, I mean, Thriller. Oh, yeah. don't don't wait that now. Come on. I'm just saying, like, every yeah. song on that album was a smash song. Yeah. And that's, you know, fingers crossed. And <laughs> that would be pretty awesome <laughs> if that happened on ours. From your lips, um, too. Abby I mean, hey, man, I'm just Abby excited. Abby I was noticing yeah. your shirt. Yeah. Sort, sure. yeah. You, did you say one? Uh, you from you? Well, I mean, I love the Beatles. <laughs> like, like Beatles, I'll go with his answer. <laughs> Beatles are so I really cool. like uh, Blonde, Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's been like a big album that I listen to consistently. It just never gets old to me. And so I, I really like, you know, the direction he goes with his creativity and with just his sound. And so, you know, it's it, it's cool to kind of look at that and be able to, in, in our world, try new things that maybe, you know, Frank Ocean has tried before, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. So he's inspiring. Also, I also really like uh, Sire by Jaden Smith. Oh, that's dope. That was crazy. Sure. Like, great album. It, I love how like creative he is and like artistic his mind is. Yeah. It's just like, like just simply his like icon video. It's like so simple, but it's just the freshest video ever. Like he's just in a Tesla, gets out, starts dancing. It's like <laughs> that's crazy. It's so sick. The the diversity just in those albums that you name checked. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Should, I mean that's pretty cool yes you know that that can inform where you guys are going to a small degree but yeah yeah, 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 yeah. totally so um we've heard talk and hooked from the album already and uh the videos have already racked up like like 10 million views each um so clearly the fans are watching what kind of fan response have you gotten to these songs and these videos so far um the best the best, the best, <laughs> yes, for best. Sure. yeah yeah uh it's super encouraging to just see it going over so well and 
Yeah, it's exciting. It's cool because as 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 our like music progresses and as like we progress as a band, our videos get better and better. You know, because like mm-hmm. the ones in the past, we look back and we're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you two are like, both I really, really, I really cinematic. Like that. Exactly, we yeah. try to put a little bit of a. I don't know. As we grow, our music videos get better, too. And so how do those concepts come about for videos? Do you have um, directors pitching you ideas? Are you guys brainstorming ideas? Do you get any input? Like, where do these ideas come from? Yeah, it's kind of like all of it. Yeah? Yeah. Just, like, they'll pitch ideas. We'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then we'll, like, pitch our ideas, Mm -hmm. like, with their ideas. And a lot of it comes from, like, our interests, like, as people. Um, Like, for example, for me, in our Hooked video, I was, like, piloting a spaceship and like I am As super into space yeah. and super into video games and like mm-hmm. that kind of thing so they put like a like a robot next to me because I'm yeah, super same. into that kind of stuff I like to jump off buildings a lot so like I, <laughs> I, I, I like jump off the buildings it is really cool because we have a cool relationship with our label and management where it's not them telling us this is what you're doing they, they'll mm. come with a lot of opportunity for us and say you know you could work with this director or you can work with this producer and they really leave it up to us to say if we like it or not or what we would change yeah. about it. And so it's cool. you know. And no one knows your audience better than you guys, so yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Or ourselves um, better than us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, this isn't going to work. I don't think I can wear this outfit or do <laughs> yeah. that dance you want me to do. Because, oh, you know, yeah. For yeah. Next had, we've had we've that. Had exact that. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> like, I don't think glitter parachute pants would look good on me. I don't know. Ooh, well, no, don't, seriously, don't sometimes we're like, yeah, I don't Yo, think that's good. I'm down for some glitter parachute pants. Yeah, we can bring them back. Personally, I am down. <laughs> um, well, you guys have an uh, Asian and European tour coming up. Yes. Um, what has it been like getting to travel the world uh, because of your music? Yeah, oh, that's God. One of the biggest that's one of the best things, things about it. Yeah. I mean, any of our friends or family growing up, if they're talking about going to Asia or Europe, it, it would have to be like this you know, extravagant vacation. Yeah, yeah. That you but, plan forever. And, and mm-hmm. the fact that this is what we do for... A job. It doesn't even feel like a job. We get to go <laughs> sing and play music and that's be in these the, amazing that's places. The good part. It's just crazy. That yeah. your job doesn't feel like a job. Yeah. Yeah, that is a part. blessing. Is. The, <laughs> the other crazy thing, being out in Europe and stuff, is like when, say, you're in like, like Paris and all the French girls start singing your songs still when they're yeah. all French and you're like, how do you still know how to sing all of our songs? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. crazy. You're like, it's I don't like, know how to sing any songs in French. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they just know every word. I feel like that, that, it's going to be even crazier when we're in, like, Japan. Oh, or, yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to be there in a, gonna be there like, soon. a few weeks. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you interact um, a lot, you know, with those overseas fans, like, on social media? Like, oh, yeah. do you get a lot of tweets from the French girls? Oh, Dude, yeah, a yeah. lot. They're, they're, like, always, they're always up at weird times of the night. Oh, right. yeah, that's true. When we're active, like, online here, it's like, what, between six and ten hours later right. over, yeah. over in Europe and Asia. So they're always up to, like, four in the morning, like, trying mm-hmm. to catch our attention and stuff. It's crazy, which is yeah. funny. you can kind of look at your analytics, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah analytics. But um, on Instagram, and one of our top locations of people that follow us is mm-hmm. the Philippines. Yeah, really? wow. so it's like crazy. Jakarta, yeah, wow. in Jakarta, yeah, it's weird how, like, just people from everywhere. <laughs> like, it's crazy how one of those is our top locations. How do people know us over there? I know, oh you're like, I can't God. wait to go. We're, we're going to all those places on Philippines, this tour. Yeah. I was like, are you going to the Philippines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. I was like, That's I hope your analytics helped you plot this tour. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> that would be we'll, totally we'll be lame. No, yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. be crazy, though, like really meeting someone that you've known online for a while, you know? And yeah. like, 
That's always cool. Oh, they're gonna and their minds are gonna be blown to have you guys like in person. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Um, are oh, there man. plans to schedule more U.S. tour dates after the European no, tour? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Already is. You guys aren't busy enough, so we need more yeah, we tour dates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we need to show you know like our fans like when this Again, album the new music. Yeah. yeah, we need to possibly go on tour. You know? Possibly, yeah. you, you, we do possibly, need to possibly maybe. go on Twitter. <laughs> we do. By, by the time you hear this, they could have already announced dates. You don't I mean, oh, they are going to get a chance to see you on the Today Show. Yes, um, true. You're going to be in Rockefeller Plaza. It's gonna be um, yeah, it's going to be insane. Are you guys ready for that uh, mob scene? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, like wait. to think, like because I remember just watching Justin Bieber on that show, and I saw he had like the same Supras as me. Mm-hmm. They're like <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, no way. I'm like, he's so fresh. But like, <laughs> not to- oh, are you, what shoes are you going to wear so somebody sees you <laughs> on know, there? Like, you could be like, inspiring the network super wear. Exactly. <laughs> I'm wearing you got to wear something crazy. Crocs, dude, Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing flip flops. It's totally awesome. Yeah, we have like this new idea uh, for the Today Show that us and our guy Dave kind of all thought of. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be crazy. Oh, we've nice. been rehearsing. It's going to look good. Wait, are, are you going to be cryptic? You can't tell us I anymore? We can't tell we you. Okay. give it away. No, <laughs> so but it's, it's, gonna, it's, just, it's just like a little subtlety that adds a lot to the show. So <laughs> the performance cool. is going to be sick, so... So it's going to be a sick performance, there's a watch. subtlety, and you're working with Supras someone named and Dave. Crocs. And yes. Crocs <laughs> involved. <laughs> yes. And maybe some choreography. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I just threw that maybe, in. You didn't say me that. I just choreography. guessed that. I mean, maybe. 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 I'm we'll going to land a triple backflip. <laughs> Get wow. working on it now. <laughs> I, I'm lying. I'm not going to land it. So you, you heard him first. That, that he's, you hold him to it. You have to do it now. Yeah, you have to do it. You've already said I feel like um, those concerts feel a lot like, you know, Times Square outside the MTV studios when TRL exactly. was like in its heyday, right, late right. 90s, early 2000s. Um, you know, have you guys crossed paths with any of those guys from that era, the like NSYNCs or the Backstreet Boys? Have you ever Yeah, like, we did oh. a show with Backstreet back in December, I oh, nice. say, but they were so cool. They came up to us and no, just like joking around. Yeah, well, I think, no, we've done like a few shows, I think, with them. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like we've met them a few times actually now. yeah but they're like su- they're such cool guys like they like they have so much energy oh it's, I don't yeah, know how, they're great friends with so our managers energetic. so we walk in the room and they're all like high-fiving our managers yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that wow. and we're like yo what but yeah they're they're really really cool so clearly that means there's a collaboration yeah. coming well <laughs> uh, one of the guys walked uh, up i don't really know he was just like just just be ready just be I was going to say, yeah. like, did they offer some advice? <laughs> like sage, I, some sage words of wisdom yeah. that they pass down to you? I mean, they're a pretty good example to look at of somebody who's like still doing it. Like They had the huge yeah. hit on our pop songs yeah, chart this year. Yeah, they literally have year. a hit on our charts, on our radio charts right yeah. now. And it's a great, great song. Yeah, yeah. so their longevity is, is crazy. So it's advice would be good from them. Yeah, <laughs> well, amazing. Um, I, I don't want to wrap up too soon, but no. like, you know... You guys have been great, and thank you guys oh, so thanks. much for coming in. Wow. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I we really stay appreciate here it. for like four more hours. <laughs> well, you, you can show us that secret subtle dance move. You know, one, yeah. once the audio stops once rolling. Stops. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are you? Okay, how fine, do we fine. even we, show it we over audio? We actually need something that's not here to do it. Oh, yeah. another hint. Mm. Even more. Ooh, so I'm glad we kept talking. Keep talking. So more, more hints and cryptic. Awesome. Well, good luck with everything. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much to Why Don't We for coming in to chat with us. I'm like officially curious about what the Today Show performance is going to look like after uh, hearing them kind of 
cryptically talk about There's it. There's a lot of crypticness there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely look look forward to hear that album, too. And now it's time for the Chart Stat of the Week. This week in 1985, the late great Aretha Franklin was queen of the hot R&B hip-hop songs chart with Freeway of Love. The track ascended to number one on the list dated August 3rd, 1985, and actually spent five weeks atop the list. The track was her final of 20 number ones on the chart. She got her first in 1967 with I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You. Franklin's 20 number ones ties Stevie Wonder for the most in the chart's history. Uh, Franklin also has 52 top tens on the list, a record among women. Uh, So there you have it. This week in 1985, Aretha Franklin's Freeway of Love topped the hot R&B hip-hop songs chart, one of a record 20 leaders for the late Queen of Soul. of love was um part of that 80s renaissance that we talked about last week with aretha yep where from then on it was like it was like freeway of love and uh like who's zoom and who and sisters are doing it for themselves i think all the songs were on the same album actually um and then the next album after that had a cover of jumpin jack flash and i think keith richards played guitar in it if i remember that right yeah, um, yeah but it's funny like that's those are my first memories of aretha was like the mid 80s aretha right which still a very impressive Aretha, still racking up oh, chart-topping yeah. hits and things that are like totally in her wheelhouse. It's funny, like, and as as I digress, just a skosh. It's interesting how with certain kind of legacy veteran artists, um, when they capture a new generation of fans, it can be sometimes done in such a weird way. An example of this is Heart, who I really liked. Heart, the band, their '80s stuff, you know, Alone and These Dreams and What About Love which is not the stuff that they broke through with in the 70s. That I'm, was, I'm a 70s heart fan like, myself. <laughs> but but you weren't alive in the 70s. I wasn't though. alive. But that's that's like Barracuda and yeah. like uh, Magic crazy Man and, and crazy, yeah. crazy on You. Crazy on You. But, you know, I first became aware of them in the 80s with that stuff, and then I discovered the stuff behind that, which is the same thing that happened with Aretha. And I think, I think that's great about all artists is that you may not necessarily first know them for their leg- so-called iconic your entry hits. point might be different. Yeah, your yep. gateway drug <laughs> will be different for every artist. Indeed. So, anyway, uh, we've reached the end of the show. Uh, what song should we go out on? Ooh, you have some ideas? Um, an, an idea? You know, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it could just be... I, 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 it we be, haven't heard every Aretha song yet. We <laughs> no. could definitely go out on Aretha. Uh, but which one? Um, I mean... Uh, like, late Aretha? Like, you know, like, Rose is still a rose, Aretha? Why don't you pick something from your 80s Aretha days? Oh, well, then uh, uh, I knew you were waiting for me with George Michael. Perfect. See you guys next time. Bye. Stop me.